Okay, I'm recording now. Okay. Let's talk about stuff. Hi. We haven't, like, con in yet. You have to do, like, the intro, right? Uh, no, we just, we're just, don't worry about that. Because you've never listened to the show, so you don't know how that Play works. <laughs> so, so you don't know how that works. Don't worry about it. That's true. Let's make sure there's no ambient radio going on. Uh, yeah. We're driving. To right, let's get in, let's get into the the let's get into the lane. road. Let's yeah. get into the road. Mike's Mike's in the middle of a stressful. Oh, I, shouldn't, merge. I shouldn't start asking Mike about you know his hopes and dreams. Uh, how badly I kick your guys' butt at Hans Wow. Yes. All right, now we're on the road for real because we had to stop. We had to stop and fix a tire <laughs> for the second time. For the second time. Um. Yeah. Tell, uh, the, tell the tire story. Okay. Well, I guess I will introduce before we get going. Okay. So this is a special episode. Uh, I am with the Gloom Boys, who I've mentioned a few times over the years. And one of them being Mike from work. Hello. Hi. Uh, Mike is driving. So we're recording a podcast in the car. Uh, High we concept. Just, yeah, this is, this, is new, this is new shit. Um we went away for a weekend to play board games because we're cool guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. And so now the other Gloom Boys are here. Pat. Hi. And Will. Hello. Uh, this is fun, unprecedented. We've <laughs> talked about doing this only recently, but I've thought about doing it many times. Now um, we were talking about it, you know, 2019. That's true. We've talked about it with you for sure. Um, but... Yeah, this is going to be a special episode. We're just going to hang out while we're driving. <laughs> Make the drive interesting. Um, and I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Nick. This is the Whiff Punish Games cast. And uh, AJ obviously is not here. Bonus. This is bonus content. Bonus content. <laughs> um, this is going to be like, you know, episode 45.5. Well, it's probably going to be a real episode. Because <laughs> AJ had a child and has not played video games. So... Um, but also, this might not really be about video games. We're going to talk about whatever on this one. We do like video games quite a bit, though. Yeah. So it tends to go that way. Yes, yes. Uh, I guess for a little history, the Gloom, I should explain this, because I, I have mentioned you guys before. Gloom Boys comes from us playing Gloomhaven. And we played a lot of Gloomhaven what? digitally. Um, and it's actually how I first met Pat and Will. Mike introduced me to them. So forever it has been Gloom Boys to refer to them. <laughs> you know, not to get too pedantic, though. It was PUBG. We did play PUBG oh, once. We played oh, PUBG together. Right. We did play PUBG once together. That's <laughs> right. We, yeah. a couple, I don't know, it's like a couple times. Like, a, like two or three times. Was it? Yeah. Okay, I forgot. It was already. a little bit. I mean, because we quickly forgot the game, as did the world. PUBG was a very, very long least. time ago. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we did we did eventually move into playing Gloomhaven, which was a weekly thing for like two years yeah. or yeah, something. Time. It was a long time, and um, it's the reason I really started getting into board games. I you're would say. You're welcome for that, by yeah. the way. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike said you're welcome. I don't know. This audio is going to be real fucked up too, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, so yeah, this trip started out great. <laughs> Uh, by a tire almost falling off of the car. Um, we were 
almost to picking up Will. We were in Virginia. We're still in Virginia right now. We were almost about to pick up Will, and a tire almost fell off the car. Literally. Like, no joke. For At real. 80 miles an hour. At 80 miles an hour. What? Well, we were on the highway. And what did we see when we stopped in the parking lot? So, yeah. When we, we, screechingly we, slowly. We pulled over. We had to go very slowly to find the closest parking lot Meanwhile, cars are zizzing by yeah. us at, you know, 80. Yeah, it was a little intense. Mike handled it well. Good yes, job, Mike. Thank you. Um, but we, we pull off. We look at the tire and, oh, one of the lug nuts. One, number one, one of them was just missing. <laughs> and then number two, one of them clearly broke off like it and disappeared. So we were driving, the tire was driving on three out of five, and it was making this horrible noise before we even left. We should have noticed <laughs> the, it. This was so stupid. Noise. So this is a PSA to any time you go on a long trip, check your lug nuts. Oh, God, yes. Air pressure, lug nuts. Yes, oh my God. everything. Like, plan ahead for driving a car. Who knew you need to maintain a car? Lord, uh, hi. Um, but, uh, yeah, so turns out we had to... The studs holding the nuts that keep the tire on are actually relatively easy to replace. <laughs> yeah, that was so, a cool little fact. Yeah, so we all learned something. <laughs> um, we we made it to Will's, uh, and in his parking lot, <laughs> replaced one of the studs. A parking lot of his apartment building. Yes. <laughs> sort of a different vibe, because there and, were people walking by us constantly as like sweaty men were yes. like, constructed, trying yes. to take apart a wheel. Actually, that would maybe be a good episode art for this, this, this one know. is us. You know, yeah, yeah, that that might oh, be good. Yeah. Um, as long as you guys are okay putting your picture up forever, forever on the Whiff Punish podcast. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we fixed it. Will's a car guy. You know, apparently, apparently. Will's apparently. a car. <laughs> Will's, Will's a car guy. Sure. Knew how we knew how to fix that because Will actually pretty much and YouTube. <laughs> Uh, and then we got back on the road and played board games for two days. Yeah, quite yeah. a bit. How, how many? Will kept count. I did keep count. Uh, for oh, all the listeners. Let's say ten. I, high I, level. Uh, oh, no, that's not it. Oh, oh, that, was the weird, that was the weird porn note. Hang on. <laughs> uh, 11 games all right, over and, and uh, two and a half days. Name them so. quickly. 11 oh, games. Oh, man, all of them. Hold, uh, hold it up to Will's face. So the, the board games we got to, uh, let's see, we played Oath, Flam Rouge, uh, I just have written down as Camelot. I don't remember what it was actually called. Right. Tournament at Camelot. Tournament at Camelot. Camelot. Uh, Spirit Island. Uh, don't get got, of course. Oh my god. Uh, Railroad Inc. Hansa Teutonica. Fiasco. Uh, Cubitos. Uh, Welcome to the dungeon. And we finished this morning with Power Grid. Yes. Woo! Yes. <sighs> Man, don't get got. Yeah. Don't get got. Have, have to talk about that. Yeah, don't get got. Definitely star of the weekend for sure. Yeah. Don't get got is a big, big mover in situations like this if you're if you're not even if in any situation where you have probably at least four people hanging out for an extended period of time sure don't like, get like an afternoon thing it's so good fine. yeah even in an afternoon or yeah. like if you have family over and you don't know what to do with them you could probably do this oh, with your yeah. family yeah, like yeah yeah mom and dad probably could understand this type of thing yeah think so yeah i do well, yeah well maybe not yours uh, yeah, mine wouldn't either, actually, probably. Uh, cut that, cut that, cut, yeah, cut that. that. <laughs> Wait, we're stealing a joke from Sonny. <laughs> we, can't, we can't steal that. Oh, yeah, that was a joke. Uh, uh, yeah, so Don't Get Got is, um, it's like a passive game where you get a little wallet of objectives mm -hmm. to complete, and they're all really weird and silly, uh, but they're fun. You're to trying try to do it like three out of six, like you have a little wiggle room. Yeah, 
Yeah, and so... And what's examples of some cool ones that happened? Uh, uh, I kept... Well, this is... I didn't get it to happen, but I kept That's trying to failures get... Failures are funny, too. I kept <laughs> trying to get people to dab. That's one that I immediately thought of. Uh, I tried to get a chant going, and I screwed it up and failed it. But So you either fail it or, or succeed. Yeah, I also tried to get a chant going, but just no one was into chanting this weekend. It was a real shame. Well, I got you to chant, but I did it wrong because I wasn't supposed to prompt, and I prompted. I couldn't get anyone to chant, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, it's stuff like that, and um, the game's been out for a couple years now, and Shut Up and Sit Down, the board game reviewer, is a great board game channel. I'm pretty, pretty sure I've mentioned it. They made a version of it that I brought to this, and they added in goals that are meant for playing board games, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Um, like one of one of them was uh, I had to throw the dice into onto the ground intentionally. Yes. And if another player picked them up and handed them back to me, I'd say thank you and you got got. And yes. then I would have achieved yeah. that. Yes. And it was really good. It was really good just because like we were playing a bunch of games anyway. And like another one I had was get somebody to repeat rules three times, and <laughs> I got Pat on that. Um, so yeah, don't get got. Real good. We yeah. we ran through like. The whole box, <laughs> pretty much, because we kept swapping them out and completing them. It was just very active, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You but, just catch people distracted and get them talking about their foot size. <laughs> like, oop, gotcha! <laughs> yeah, it's it's very, like, because the other part of it is if you suspect someone is trying oh, to right. do a thing, you, if you call them out on it, they fail it. So it's this whole threat. It's a threatening game that's happening all the time. There's, there is a lot of... The one downside that you got, got... Jesus, I'll never know the name. You There is a lot of challenging in the weekend of, like, literally everything. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'd sit down for breakfast or whatever, and we'll be like, is this a bit? Is this for the game? Why are you sitting down? Why are you sitting Why down? Why do we have a conversation? No, no, no. Like, do you, do you actually want to hear about this thing from my childhood? Or <laughs> yeah. is this for the game? Uh, and it kind of it it hurts. Oh, it was often both. <laughs> I was talking about my wife They're getting turned into expensive. roast beef on the railroad, and, and you guys were like, is this a thing? Uh, anyway, yeah. Like, Will Will started folding napkins weird, and I thought that was a thing, but it wasn't. And that and so that so that makes it even funnier. Turns out it's just a weird tick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was Don't Get Got. <laughs> Highlight of the weekend, you think? Um, yeah. I mean, for like a meta side game, but yeah. like, I feel like in it... terms of laughs per creativity yeah, per... and engagement, no, no, I, I'd say maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd say maybe, yeah, yeah. I think it's... the the energy it brought to the weekend just kind of made it. A yeah, fun. it was cool. Yeah. There's always something going on That's even true. between games. There was a lot of mm-hmm. like while you were out of the room. Oh, oh, Mike got Will with this. <laughs> let me tell you the oh, story. Oh yeah, right. You know, so that was fun. Like it's it's fun. It is fun and active like that. I and think. we had and we had a couple like cascading effects of like yeah. oh my God, like I so failed fun. one and then somebody saw that as an opportunity because everybody while we were laughing guard. about it. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. then and then that led into another one and that that happened a couple times, which was very funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's a winner. Yeah. yeah, I we already talked a little bit about some of the games before we started recording. I don't know if anybody has anything specific they want to mention well will has that list yeah i feel like we got to talk about oath we can talk about oath yeah Yeah. i don't think that's even come up once on the show previously because i've only played it with i've never got to play with aj so we couldn't talk about it but oath um oath how do i even start 
I kickstarted Oath. Oath is a Kickstarter <laughs> board game. It's one of those. But it but it was actually a good Kickstarter. It was. The and, campaign was cool. Yeah, the campaign was easy. Like it was really simple. You didn't have to worry about all these expansions or anything. You just it was one tier. There was one tier. And Kickstarter board games And, and they were a well known shop. Like they'd made right. Root beforehand. They made Root. A well regarded game. Yeah. So it seemed you know, it's a safe bet. Yeah, and, and you didn't have to worry about like all all these other Kickstarter games do these like billion different tiers and they hide content behind yeah. different pay payment levels. And so Oath was one of those. Um Gameplay wise, it's very difficult to describe. Uh, you're playing. You're in a kingdom. It's an asymmetrical game. One player is the ruler of the kingdom, the chancellor, and the, all the other players are exiles. And the exiles are trying to basically unseat the chancellor with their own kind of vision for the realm. Yeah, that would be the theme. Yeah, you're, the theme is like. You, you become some sort of charismatic Roving band of charismatic yeah. warlords. Yeah, you, yeah like... you like you basically are starting a cult, <laughs> ga gathering people to the cult, and overthrowing the government. That's what you're doing. And, um, I, and I, I think you sort of touched on part of my problem, which is the theme is sort of weird. It like, is weird. You eventually pick up on that visual of the war bands, but like to start, it's like, who am I? Where is this location? Like. It's hard to contextualize what you're doing. And yeah. I think that makes it harder to understand sometimes. It's a very dense thing. And the designer of this, Cole Worley, like his other games are also very dense. Very Root, dense. Root is a great game, but it is very dense. Very dense. Um, and so like the first time you play something like this, you don't even, you're, you're not only like trying to understand the rules of the game, but then trying to understand your goal of the game and trying yep. to, trying to, parse yeah, all of that at once hard. makes that it really hard, hard. Yeah. so it's that and it's also intended to be played like a lot it does it does a legacy thing unlike other legacy games where the same players don't have to play every time and you're not really unlocking things for between games you're just you're like saving progress that adding happened in the cards, game adding right, in some or... cards removing some cards but it's, like, really simplified. It's not, like, typical legacy stuff. I do think that game would be better on repeat plays. If, yeah. If for no other reason, then the rules become a little Clearer. easier to grasp. Yeah. Um, but also, you, they, they, they designed it. It doesn't have to be the same players, but you, you sort of want it to be the same players yeah. because then people are potentially a little more invested. It's more of a story. It's more of a story. The story that we built was pretty funny in yeah, the game that we was. played. That's true. Um, Tell it the, the whistling. It was like, oh yeah, okay. That's why. Like that's why it was whistling. really funny. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why it was really funny. So, um, it's my game. So I have played it a couple times. So I generally knew what I was doing, and Mike was the chancellor, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Mike was the chancellor, and basically Oath eventually gets to a point where where multiple people are trying to win at once, and it becomes becomes sort of a balancing thing of like mm -hmm. how do we stop this person every time but you're also trying to win yourself so how do you win yourself and guarantee your win and it's extremely difficult yeah. and um so i was in a win state i don't know halfway through the game there's only maybe yeah. there's only eight i think it was halfway there's only eight rounds and uh -huh. i was already in a win state and so that immediately made everybody against me and Mike, as the Chancellor, is strong. Uh, the Chancellor starts out strong because they're the leader of the realm. And 
he had he just happened to have this special item, a relic, which you get as you play through a game. There are all these items that break the rules. He had a whistle. Literally just a whistle. Whistle. That could bring a player to anywhere he wanted, essentially. And so I moved away from him, totally forgot he had this whistle. And I was like, oh, you can't get to me. I'm good. And he just used the whistle and pulled me to him and stopped me. And he did that twice. Yeah, multiple times. (laughs) He did that twice. And then I was also thwarted by Pat and Will. At least once each. Yeah, I believe I attacked you once, I yeah. think, for it. Yeah. So, that's my one, not necessarily problem with the game. It just is, it's so difficult to win. And, like, yeah. you get into a situation of, your it, it, Kingmaker gets thrown around in board games where, like, you might not win, and now all you can really do is sort of pick who you're going to help win. Hmm. Well, I don't know. And I, I feel like we got into that situation after, I don't know. Do you, do you disagree? You I think, think it we comes did that? back down to rules. Like, the fact that your path to victory is so weird makes yeah. it harder to understand moment to moment. I, and so like, it changes constantly, so you can't plan too much, potentially, also. But, for instance, Will had tons of money, and he had a great engine for making money. Yeah. Which he could have he could have played hard for the people's favor, like and really taking advantage of that, but he didn't know it was in the game because it's just so complicated. It's like, oh. like, oops, I didn't. And it's not a critique on you. It, it's totally the rules. We definitely ended up in a kingmaker situation. There By were, the end, oh, there yeah. were at least several end, turns oh, yeah. where the two of you were both in win states, mm-hmm. and if it had gotten back around to your turn, you would have won. So we had to yeah, stop several somebody times, several and times. make a decision to stop Nick, and maybe it would then slide to you, and we'd have to figure out if we could stop you or not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was fun. I, I liked that there were multiple ways to try to uh, usurp or win by the end. It was definitely a very active ending. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, very... And, yeah fun, cool. and funny enough, Pat winning, he won with two victory conditions. I, like, oh, right. Yeah, like end. you managed to get two. So that that's probably the way to secure it as best as you can in that game. Well, you know, it sounds funny when I talk about my path of victory, but it was honestly my fabulous boots, which I used to walk back and forth. And every time I moved, I generated free army Oh, pieces. that's right. That's Whereas right. these guys, their coffers were like empty. They just kept yeah. raising troops. Whereas I would just go, walk, get up, get up, get up, get up. Yeah, and I like, have a huge ball of guns. You were a big, you were you were very charismatic because you literally just had to walk into town and you gained followers. Yeah, maybe they that's just the looked flavor. at you and they were like, oh yeah, I'm jumping on board. Yeah, maybe that's the flavor. They liked your boots so much. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Walk in strutting. Um, yeah, I mean, Oath, Oath is good. I, I think Oath is good mostly because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why Root's good, too. I, I think yeah. Root is unique. And they're both asymmetric. I love asymmetric games. I've talked about Netrunner on the podcast before. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. And I want to play it more, for sure. But it took us forever to play. <laughs> I, uh, two, three hours? Right? It was longer than that. I wanted to say three, four. I would say it's at least four, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was, what was it, like 10 to one or three? And, like and we even watched like, a tutorial fun. ahead of time. Yeah, and I had played did. the game oh before, so. And it was the first game of the weekend, so we're all fresh. We're all ready to go. That's true. Just, That's a good yeah, point. It was, it was the point. first one we played, yeah. It might not have been if we actually got there at the time we planned to, you know, other than the tire. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, board games are good. I don't know. We don't have to do that. We okay, can talk about. Do you have any highlights? What are your yeah, highlights? You know what, Will? You know what, Will? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I, hey, You're the I'm guest not, of honor. I'm happy to talk about some of the board games. I think there are other good ones. I don't think we have a lot to say about Flam Rouge, other than it's a fun little. Flam Rouge is great. Still great. I actually There's technically. Still I think you underestimate. I could talk about Flam Rouge for quite a bit. I love um, so, so good. What are your highlights? <laughs> I could talk about any of these for quite I mean, a bit. I like Flam Rouge. Oath, Oath was a big winner for me. Uh, I've played Root before and enjoyed it. This, you know, Oath was kind of a, an evolution of it, maybe? Definitely harder. Yeah. But yeah. it's got the same good art from Root. The characters Totally, are that's right. Tool, yeah. Vibe. Uh, what else did I love? Spirit Island. Oh, Spirit uh, Island yeah, is okay. so Spirit good. Island was excellent. Huh. Yeah, you know what? That game, I've had a lot of experiences where it just drags. Maybe you yeah. should talk about Spirit I could talk about Spirit You can Island. talk. Yeah, it's your game. Yeah, you intro it. You're the intro guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. I'm the fucking host. Don't exactly. forget it. Um. Yeah, you can swear, swear as much as you want. I don't okay. care. I wasn't. I, I would not be able to stop if you said, "Don't yeah. swear, please." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, Spirit Island is. Hmm, you play as like forces of nature, yeah, island spirits, slash gods. Yeah, yeah, it's gods, like a tribalistic, mm-hmm. you know, island nation type setting. Um, cooperative, cooperative game where you're playing against everybody's. Yeah, the whole. The whole group of players is against the game, and the game is uh, colonists, imperialists, mm-hmm. coming into an island nation and trying to take over the island. <laughs> and um, and they, you know, people are a plague in real life, <laughs> and the game simulates this very well <laughs> with their poop. You know, yeah, they literally, the yeah, they literally poop on the island. That's and, your you loss. They blight it, and yeah, if they, if they, if there's too much shit on the island, then you lose basically. Savaging the indigenous people. Yeah, killing, yes, the killing all the, yeah. killing all the Taking natives. All the resources. It's a pretty clear. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, yeah. it, the theme is amazing. <laughs> the um, theme is very unique. But you're fighting back. Yeah, you yeah, fight hey. back as the players play as like gods or forces of nature or whatever and and all of them are super different and they have super different abilities to like protect the island kill the imperialists help other players etc and it's just this big complicated puzzle of trying to kill the imperialists basically um and it has amazing like names flavor Yeah, yeah. yeah like I can I can't think of any off the top of my head. It's your game. Hopefully you remember some. It was something. like a fire based spirit. It was like the the flame that flickers in the shadow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. All the skills were, were some variant of how you're spreading your fire across the island, starting small and weak, and growing ever stronger and can reach all the way to the ends of the island. Yeah, which is, uh, pretty sick. Oh, it's so cool. And mine was um, rampant force of green or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just like plants that you know over time grew across the island and choked outbuildings and stuff and i was like a spirit that the the native people worshipped and i can move my influence around with them it's kind of like a real-time strategy game and i was uh the force of lightning so i just got to uh kill everyone with my lightning and destroy all of their buildings yeah you you did a lot of damage for sure yeah that that spirit tends to carry in the games i've played yeah but it's awesome i mean that's a great game it's the second time i've played it it is um, it, it feels getting strong. You get kind of the video gamey, like leveling up, getting stronger. You you get more powers in your hand. Like that's fun. It's yeah. Like it's fun to get strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're trying to build fear. 
Yeah, yeah right. Strike fear strike in the hearts fear. of the Right, you are literally trying to That's build right. up fear and make them afraid of, you know, like, what's going on? Why is there plants everywhere? The more fear you cultivate, the weaker they become and the stronger right. they get. Their right. wills get weaker. Like, it's easier to win the more scared they are as well. Right. Yeah. Spirit yeah. Island's good. Yeah. It's fun. It's um, a good collaborative game. I, did you say it was like similar to Pandemic? I guess in concept. I guess it kind of is. Right. I haven't played that like game loosely. Time. It's Never like loose. going to play it again. But. <laughs> it's loosely like <laughs> Pandemic. I mean, sort of works the same way in yeah, terms of like how things. Really, again, another cascade snowballing type thing with <laughs> imperialists make more imperialists. They build more buildings. More buildings lead to more buildings. Right. So. When was the last time any of you played Pandemic? Uh, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, three about. years ago. Yeah. That yeah. Sounds about right. Would Actually, you, yes, it was. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you're you're hinting at COVID. I, oh, I, I just think thematically, it's oh. like, <laughs> I don't want to play that kind of game. Yeah. Again, it's, it's a, it's a I never liked escapism. Pandemic. Oh. Yeah. The no, game, the game or be, the pandemic. The game. I found it to be an unpleasant, difficult game because it's hard, obviously. But but also, like, who's gonna sit down in 2022 and be like, let's play Pandemic? However, Pandemic <laughs> Legacy is some of the best legacy games out there. So if you have played the base game and uh, don't so much like the theme, ignore the theme and just play for the legacy version because legacy is great. Or just play Betrayal Legacy. Mm, Betrayal's a bad game. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Pandemic Legacy I have wanted to play, though. Um, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd play regular Pandemic just because it's, it's whatever also. Yeah. Class. Yeah, and I and I was late to board games. I only played Pandemic, I think, twice. But still, um, I would rather play the Legacy if I ever was going to do that. And you should. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is good. Do we want to hit any more board games? We don't have to talk about board games. I have, I have, I, the, I have the... You have I, one more thing, okay? Well, no, I mean, I'm... As many as Oath, Spirit Island. I mean, Flam Rouge um, is great. I mean, we did skip it. Tournament of Camelot, I thought... Was oh, my God. Tournament of Camelot. I like that. Yeah, Tournament of Camelot's great. It's a, that's a trick-taking card game, uh, meaning, you know, everybody plays to a suit, and whoever loses the suit takes the cards and takes damage Damn from the cards. The, the theme is that you're in a tournament in medieval times, and it's it, you know, hits on all the classic medieval, like, tropes and... Uh, what, what else would you call it? Mythology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the characters are like the, the Knights of the Round, so... Right. Legends. Yeah, legends. Yeah. Um, Black, uh, King, it's Ar- King Arthur, King Arthur, Morgan Le Fay, yeah, Sir Gawain, yeah, Tristan, Guinevere, you know all the ones, all the all the ones you know, all your favorites. Meanwhile, they're breaking out their uh, super special treasures. Yeah, yeah. So it's a totally like silly game. Um, it's it's definitely low impact. I would say anybody could play this. Um, you, as you take damage between tournament rounds. <laughs> God literally comes in to help you. <laughs> and it's another deck of cards that's all like uh, relic items, basically, or concepts. I think some of them are concepts. And they basically just break the game again. It's one of those things where you start to get more and more of them. Then it ke- makes the player that's losing harder to kill. And it's like a comeback mechanic. And Pat was like in our last game, yep. which went really long and was a good one. Round one, I took 80% of my health and damage. Yeah. And then managed to survive until the very end. Like, you weren't even the one that died, were no. you? I, right. I came in, like, second or third. Yeah. Like, I died? 
Uh, I think Mike died. I think I died. Who won? I won. Ridiculous. Yeah, it was Nick great. Nick was untouchable. I was, I was untouchable. Yes, I, I had protected sir. myself so well. It was amazing. With these god powers. I mean, yeah, they, with they were god powers. Mm-hmm. I, had the sp- I had the spear that they stabbed Jesus with. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, the abil- and the ability of that one was um, I get to like tuck away a card and give that damage to somebody else later. So, Which is, what is the theme of that? I don't even get that. What? I don't, uh, I don't know. Don't think too hard about it. Yeah, like <laughs> some it's of them. Important. Some of them make sense, but that one doesn't make sense. You're jabbing someone in the side. I, I guess. I guess because like Jesus took the damage, but then inflicts it on other people. <laughs> Is that even like an Arthurian, an Arthurian era relic? Because I didn't think it was. No, it's because it's way older. Oh. It's like the, the Lance of Longinus. But, the, yeah, yeah, but some but, of these, some of these kind of carry through. But yeah. medieval, yeah, medieval times is when they would have decided they were like holy relics, yeah, cool pretty much. Shit. Like yeah. the Holy Grail. That's right, holy the Holy Grail. Grail. I don't need this to make sense. Yeah, well, I mean, no. I do. I do, and if it doesn't, it's a shitty game. Arthurian legend world. So. Yeah. <laughs> the more important thing too is that the the cards, the actual set of cards, are extraordinary. Oh yeah, the artwork's great. It's good. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to pause here in a sec <laughs> to uh, get lunch at Wawa. <laughs> wait, and we should probably we love Wawa. Probably wait till we're done eating as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. We would. We would never commit the one sin that is eating on a podcast. I would cancel the show if that <laughs> i will never do that i hate when that happens mouth noises are the worst do you do you actually oh, edit stop. do you edit these yeah i edit them okay. relatively i i edit them very lightly okay. so uh, the listener gets the real raw deal for like for real honestly <laughs> I'm gonna go through touch up the audio on this one's a yeah i mean we're in a car there's gonna be a lot of ambient noise That's hopefully wrong. you can hear Mike and Will. What's the likelihood this just gets scrapped? <laughs> no, it's not. I'm definitely releasing. Oh, great. <laughs> Unless my computer dies, uh, nice, I guess. Nice. I guess that would be the uh, the factor. But, um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, we could we could pause now. I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll, all right. Pause. Brb. Yeah. You got. We. It has to. Be, it's a real microphone. I mean, it's got to be in front of your mouth. Sure. <laughs> pretty much. No um, well, well, they are cheap, but. <laughs> Yeah, these are totally cheap oh, mics. Nice. Yeah, um, that's a uh, you know, it's all about appearance. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a, that's what I that's what I'm about. Have you started recording? Yeah. Oh fuck! Why did you want to jump hey, in? I have to did turn you, it on. Let me joke, turn on the magic. Miss joke opportunity. <laughs> all right, hey, hey. it's Patrick welcome, coming at you. Welcome back, coming at you live in your ears, not live, live. recorded. 95. It's live. We from are you. on ninety five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Live from ninety five. Uh, WKFM. Mm-hmm. Yes. G L O O M W G L O. You should repeat everything Mike says. Wait, no. W G L U M with an umlaut. There you go. So we were talking about board games. We were. But are we done with board games? We were in the middle of Tournament of Camelot. Oh wait, we didn't finish. I was about to talk about. Oh, Will can talk about. Will Will would like to talk about it. Will. Your piece. <laughs> Say your piece. No, that's all. The, the last comment we had on it is that part of the experience with Camelot is just the the cards themselves are really well made. Tarot cards. Absolutely. They're tarot card designs. Oh, that's right. Nick's copy are all in the sleeves, which makes it really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just high quality cards. I, I think that matters in a card game. Totally. Um, to just yeah. have uh, cards that feel good in your hand, are, are hefty enough, strong enough, and, you know. It, it impacts it. Plus, it's also a good game you can play after a few drinks. Yes, uh, <laughs> it is easy to play. In terms of the games, you know, uh, there's a reason Oath was played at ten in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it would have been hard to focus on Oath that, especially later at night. 
All right, so I think we have at least one or two other games we can talk about okay. before moving on to whatever. Okay. Um, the two I think we need to talk about are Hansa Teutonica okay. and Fiasco. Okay. <laughs> Fiasco is going to be interesting to talk about. <laughs> uh, let's let's leave that for last. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Hansa Teutonica, um, just right off the bat, everybody hated that game. It's my favorite game. Oh, I bought I liked it, it just to bring it to the thing. I liked it. <laughs> now, uh, Hansa Teutonica is what would you even call that? Like, rail it's kind of like game. a rail. It's kind of like a railroad game. Yeah, yeah railroad like, game. Yeah, like you're establishing routes and networks and trying to have cities linked together. Um, only it's a lot earlier. It's in terms of a period piece. It's way before railroads existed. Um, it, it is based on history, but it's more setting up like trading posts and cities in. Yeah, this sucks. We're in traffic. It's fine. Um, I'm sorry. I'm working here. Anyway, it takes place in, like, medieval Germany or something, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And and the whole thing is, all you do, it's relatively simple. The board is just a bunch of spots where you place cubes. And you place cubes between cities to build these networks. Trade routes or whatever. Trade routes, yeah. Your cubes are traders. And um, it has a lot of player interaction because you can remove other players' cubes. Um, so you don't like battle or anything. You just straight up remove them. And when you do that, they get a benefit. And this game sounds so boring. <laughs> it sounds so boring, but it's, I love it. Yeah. Hearing you describe it is making me. It's, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so boring. It's so dry. It's the driest, most boring it's thing. So dry. Why do you love it? Um, I really like the pass. I love games that have passive things. So, like, whenever you establish a trade route in Hanzo Teutonica, if somebody does it, establishes a trade route in that same route, and you have one of your traders in the city, you get points. And there's points key, for free. You get free points. There's, loca- there's key locations on the board where you want to do that because you know players are going to go there. And that's fun. And that, how did that go for you? I mean, it went really poorly. Mike won. <laughs> Mike won because, and I've played this game a bunch, so I knew what to do, and I still didn't do. I I came in second. We, we tied for Mike, second. We, handed we tied. Mike the yeah. Win. Yeah. We basically handed Mike the win, but it's because you guys didn't totally grasp the severity of that. I feel like maybe, maybe, but but I even it doesn't matter that I didn't win. I think that part of the game is so cool, like the passive thing, and Fair. you're and you're leveling up your yourself like that's always good in games where like you're increasing your abilities and stuff along the way. Right. Um and I love the player interaction. Like being able to just move somebody's pieces even though it gives them a benefit is fun. I think I think that's really fun. And there should be a lot of back and forth. That's that's what makes board games good. That's why you like the little more part. hands-off games where you dislike the more hands-off. Games. Yeah, I mean, I don't dislike them, but like because I, I like plenty of, like, do-your-own-puzzle games, uh-huh. pretty much. I like them, for sure, but I would prefer some kind of conflict, usually. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm not sure I understand why the other two didn't like it. Me neither. Much. I thought for sure this was going to be a hit with this group, like, without a doubt. 
That was why I got it. From my perspective as the least board game person, it was no more or less annoying than other games of a similar type. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was fun. The, 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 the things are fun. It's fun to build up your stuff. It's funny Mike didn't like it. Yeah. I, I didn't like it because Mike did my strategy. I just did it better. But better. Yeah. But better. And I lost a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's it's definitely a game that needs multiple plays, I think. I mean, I think the first time I played it, I was really into it anyway, but I don't know, maybe you guys would appreciate it more after another play. If, maybe. If you ever played it again anyway. I'm sure that's true for 95% of games. I would Probably. absolutely play that again. I, yeah. I just thought it's fun. It's not too much of a setup. It doesn't go on too long. Right? I remember when we, when we were playing it, you were like, this isn't a long game. No. And usually games of that type... When they you look, look at the board, you're like, oh, shit, you this look at be this. three hours. Yeah, you look at it, and you're like, what the hell is this? Like, and even if I didn't like it, I wouldn't be so annoyed by it, because it was decently paced and a decent quick. length. Setup so, was quick, too. I don't yeah. know what your problems are. Yeah, you guys are wrong. Yeah. Is there an expansion? Is there other stuff for it, or is that that's just uh, it? So, it's actually a decently old game. So, the box that I got is all of... It's everything that's available oh. for it. Uh, because I think it came out like 10 years ago. Did we play with any like DLC stuff? We did not. Okay. We did not. Um, Mike? It is DLC. Uh, not, Mike has I nothing. Mike doesn't care. To... <laughs> it's, a, it's board game DLC. D- board game <laughs> DLC. That's what expansions are, yes. Um, yeah, Mike won. He has nothing to say about it, I guess. <laughs> shrugged. That's how, he shrugged. That, that's, how cool, that's how cool he is. About yeah. It. Jeez. Um, Hansa Teutonica. I think it's great. I don't fiasco know. Now. Fiasco. All right, fiasco. Who wants to? Who wants to explain? I that? think we need to lay out what it is, yeah. and how it works, and then we can kind of touch on how our what our thing was. Yeah. Let, let me explain how it we, works, yeah, and then you, you guys can all we can all say our own thing. So fiasco is essentially like a, a comedy improvisation like situation game. Like you make a web of like horny greedy people <laughs> in the vein of like a Fargo or a burn after reading and then you just kind of play out the situation it, it, it's it, it's Cohen brothers the board game it is <laughs> and just because everyone is so greedy and so horny they clash into each other and very kooky crazy things happen so that's mm-hmm. kind of the fiasco in a, in a quick nutshell yeah i had no idea where it was going in terms of being a game when we were like setting it up yeah um, because <clears throat> talk about the setup. <laughs> yeah, so it's a book. It's just a book. Yeah, kind of like that, a, that part's like a tabletop RPG like book. You it, it just lays out how to set up based on dice rolls. Yeah, essentially, even though you don't have to stick to that strictly. And then each die you use to kind of define a relationship, like yeah, between players at the table, right. Which yeah. inherently gives drama because you have interrelated relationships, so you're not yeah. kind of like in a vacuum. Yeah. Um, and so you're like essentially just building a story? Yep, you're building like the framework for something about to happen. Kind yeah. Of. And it's so much improvisation, improvisation, said that wrong, um, that I always like am afraid of those games. <laughs> Uh, because I'm not super good on the spot. No, you are. You you always sell yourself short on these, and and, and every time we've done it, you do fine. This is why we wanted to do this, you know, to just build up my ego. <laughs> That's why I do a podcast in the first place, right? I mean, it's all about no, I mean, I just put myself in the character's shoes a little bit and just kind of actor yeah, bullshit. I mean, I I mean guess. it worked. Like it's it was more. Uh, 
what's the word? There, there was enough prompt. Yeah. Framework around it, enough structure. Yeah, yeah, like it was a good, it was a good enough structure because we made the structure too. I mean, right? the the funny thing was, it's the funny thing for me is that how I feel like there's no structure, and that you see this structure, like. Yeah. Let's explain the situation, maybe. <laughs> yeah, what, what was our story? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so while we were setting up, we were playing cards, and we figured out this situation. So Nick was a gay motocross champion. <laughs> terrible with money. Champion? Yeah, well. Yeah, well, eventually champion. Small time. He's like small a small time. time. Small, small time. time. Local hero. Lo- local like, hero. Like long put upon joke, who <laughs> recently has had a string of, like, good luck and is terrible with money yes. and uses this money to buy extravagant stupid things like bike upgrades he doesn't need and notably for the story a big giant trunk of sex toys <laughs> the, the trunk of sex toys will be important the key item the MacGuffin. meanwhile mike was playing uh his husband um someone who was just they were just robbed by Will okay, the sex toy. We, we got it. We got to yeah, go. Yeah, go, go, go ahead. I, well, that's what I was. Go to back. No, no, no. Well, it, well, in the in the book, you're picking from a different a variety <laughs> okay. of different categories to establish the relationship between all the players, right? The what? The location where they are. Yeah, uh, a prominent the, location. What they want, what they're trying to get or do, right. and then objects that the story centers around or, right. or, or is involved in. So we didn't just pick sex yeah that did right. right. it right it was a prompt it in the was book. a prompt one of the object categories was like right. un- untoward objects right. yeah and then based on the dice you have available to you from the the first roll of the game that's what you end up with so the right. thing we ended up with was sex toys yeah. so we then had to craft a, a narrative a story around around thriller <laughs> narrative around what became the chest of sex toys. Let, let me let me okay. clarify. I think you put it that way. Yeah, yeah, sure, a lot sure. more Thank sex. you. Sure, let let you. me clarify further. It was sex gear. It was sex yeah. gear. <laughs> sex um, gear. What was it? It was porn stash slash sex gear. Um, <laughs> so not necessarily toys. You know, we're talking like harnesses. We, we sort of took it to the... T- yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we went all in on it being toys, but yes. So, so, so this is a weird story <laughs> right off the bat. Meanwhile, so Will's character played as like a I don't even know how to describe drifter, Christian terrorist, extremist drifter. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess Christian terrorist was what we went with. But, uh... <laughs> and then meanwhile, I was the priest at the church where he was going for like validation and absolution or, or whatever. Yeah, Slash approval of my actions. Uh, and and I mean the the center point of my character was that I stole the trunk of sex toys from Nick and Mike. Yes. Uh, because the dice defined my relationship to Mike <laughs> as thievery. Right. And thief and victim. Or, or yes. Just, yeah. It was just thief. It was, it thief, was thief. Yes. We kind of had a broad way of interpreting Well, yeah, yeah, we were initially going to be thieves together, and then somehow we just decided that the concept of thievery could tie the characters That's together. why you were in the bathroom for a long time. <laughs> Which was one of the don't get Which got was props. a don't get got uh, thing. Get somebody to comment on how long you were in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> which, I, which we did. Nailed it. Uh, so again, the, the cards and the dice defined those relationships. So my relationship to, to Patrick, who was the, the pastor at the church, right. was... Pastor congregant. Pastor congregant. And uh-huh. so I was going to you for approval. And so all these four characters are related to each other in various ways through the dice and right. the prompts. And then you kind of just and, you kind of just riff on it. But yeah. just to complete the circle, my pastor mm-hmm. oh, yes. was the grandfather to Nick's motocross gay grandson. Yes. So that's kind of the web 
of like deceit here. Very like, complicated. Mike's trying to get Mike is paranoid, trying to get the toys back. Will's character just wants to sow chaos and be evil and stuff. And Nick's just spending money and getting <laughs> buying, <laughs> you know, cryptocurrency. Just reveling in the fame. <laughs> yeah, investing in NFTs. Yes. And trying to convince my grandpa that Mike was not my roommate, but was in fact my husband. Uh, ultimately, <laughs> whose wedding he attended, right? Whose wedding, with what Very he was confusing. at. But yeah, lots of stuff happened in the middle. But in the end, at a tussle at the trailer home, we Nick, lived in a trailer. Nick and Will are fighting for a gun, and it accidentally goes off in Nick's hands, shooting his grandfather, priest. So tragic. Dead. Yeah. Very Cohen brothers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now, exactly. I, I don't think. Any of us understood how the other dice rolls worked no. and the prompts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, not super important too. So I never really bothered. But they're supposed to be like you succeed in this scene or something, right. and that affects the outcome. Kind of yeah, like it's a sort of loose. Basically, like the for your character to have a happy ending, they need to fail a lot or succeed a lot. It's kind of what it comes to. Fail yeah. a lot can be happy ending. Yeah, yeah, because I think that's the Cohen brothers thing. Like the person uh, who extremes. who gets the most fucked up. Like and should lose actually gets off scot free. And didn't didn't <laughs> you, know? you have a bunch of the failure dice, Pat? I got I ended with the most failure dice. Yeah. I, my character never succeeded in any scene. Right. And you died. And I died. But the church that I was a part of ended up getting tons of donations and interest from the case and Nick's motocross career continued to take off That's and he right. would donate to the church. So ultimately, there was a lot, you know, in his honor, and it was a big deal. Yeah, because at the very end, based on all the dice you have, right. you 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 figure out a score, and then from that score, you kind of just wrap up. You see if you have a happy ending like, or a sad ending. So that's, yeah, that's a happy ending to you. For the priest, dead. for the dead priest, that's as good as you can get. Like that's is the, it the dead priest? I don't that know. Was, what was you think? Hold not on. being dead. <laughs> I He's do think dead in the story. It's critical that Got we say by his grandson. Will, will the religious Sorry, extremist uh, planted planted the sex gear on Pat as the grandpa priest to frame him? Yeah, to try to destroy the family. Yeah, right. to, to destroy uh, the family. We never really quite figured out what my guy's motivation was. <laughs> it really, it really became a. It's pretty simple. To watch I don't know. The world burn. No, you know, it's yeah. it's like a country, no country for old men type of thing. You're just kind of like. Yeah, you're unfeel. We don't know what you think. No yeah. one knows what's in your head. <laughs> yeah. You come yeah. off cold. You you know we're homophobic. Right. Yeah. yeah. Was he? It's. I mean, I guess he was, but it was I mean, never made clear of the character. Well, I don't. You played it that way. I didn't think it was unclear. I don't think it was pretty I did, clear. But then by the end, I started thinking that maybe I'm just saying these things to try to manipulate all these people into destroying each other. Mm-hmm. And okay. What I want to just do is make my my little right. uh, towns of characters and set them upon each other. Right. And so then the, skip town. The sequel is going to be so. about him too, but in a <laughs> different town. You know, <laughs> I guess so. I doing guess. a different crime. I don't know. Well, no, novel. because you had a good ending, right? So you were like, yeah, you I started a way. cult. You started like. Or not a cult, but like an, a terrorist organization, right? Yeah, Wasn't so. that the ultimate thing? We can always massage that. <laughs> yeah. We can. <laughs> just, well, that's the fun part of the game. You're always like, you take situations and you're like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if. And you kind of all massage it collectively. Yeah. And so I think the collective is really smart at figuring out where the story should go, what the characters want to do, that type of thing. I thought it was really fun. I mean, sometimes the, those open ended, you know, book RPGs can be. Hard. Kind, of, kind of tough. Even yeah. though we've had a pretty high hit rate. Um, I mean, I think you and I enjoy those, Patrick, and but Nick and Mike less so? I mean, me for but sure, probably the least. Mike probably everybody. plays the most of any of us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
Because, I mean, did you like it? Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked where the story went. I liked uh, enveloping the character and uh, eventually getting divorced and tragically oh, going right. wrong oh, with right. a terrorist oh, yeah, because right. I got the worst possible ending. Right, it had to be bad. That's just how my dice shook out. So we got divorced. Uh, I, I went off with Will because I now hate myself and just want to yes. cause destruction. Dark, so, dark, yeah, dark it, it stuff. Well, dark it was ending. supposed to be worse than worst death. Yeah. We had to make it something that was worse than death for Mike's character. Which was, that's pretty worse than death. We it is a, pretty, it's We pretty got a dark. divorce and you joined, you became a self-hating, uh, yeah, gay yeah. person, basically. Yeah, oh. like, so weird. I totally forgot about that part, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think on the whole it was good. I enjoyed it. It was good. I, I expected it, you know, the cover of it is like spy stuff on yeah. the body outline. And, yeah. You know, crime font. So I, I, we went into it. I crime to, font. To, to basically, you know, to be like a crime game, like a spy thing. Yeah, thieves spy. or whatever. But I mean, so many of the prompt choices just make it bizarre. Like That's... we ended up with, I think, a pretty ridiculous scenario. Oh yeah. Yes. Based off of the objects and stuff we chose, and our location was like small. It was the trailer park. Right? Small oh, southern town. Small southern town. Not a tra- hold on. Not a trailer park. Trailer behind a high school <laughs> is right. what is what Mike really and I lived in. We were the high well did at the end yeah, right because. The end. We were gifted the trailer by Pat, my grandfather, right. pastor, uh, <laughs> and at the very end in the in the showdown, there was a football game going on, which and it was so loud that it masked the gunshot. Right, and so the grandfather was bleeding out by the light of the stadium <laughs> under uh, the under under the Friday night light. Under the Friday night light. <laughs> Yeah, very silly. Good game. Pretty yeah. fun. I had more fun with it than I thought I would. When we were setting it up, I was like, Ooh, well, I was, I was like, too. My teeth. No, I, I was, I had my doubts. Like, I was, you don't know how close I was to being like, guys, you know, we don't have to actually do this. Like, legit, legitimately. Legitimately. Because we were setting it up, and I was like, I'm not seeing how this, like, can come together. Yeah. Like, it seems like. Uh, but it did come together. But it did come weirdly. Together. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a collaborative thing For too. Sure. Like you're not you're not just like improvising on the spot no, without yeah. any like you're, we're consulting. Like we then. would pause and then like ask the room like like what do you like I don't know what do you think? Yeah, Pat, I think you did a really good job of kind of being the director of everything. Like sure. when anyone was stalling, you kind of push things along, provide ideas. So I think having someone kind of take the lead like that also helps just yeah, things sure. keep going. It, it makes sense too because you've you've been a DM a lot. That's kind of where it stuff. came from. From for me, when I'm looking at this type of game or, or or any tabletop RPG, you know, write this down. Feel free to take notes. But <laughs> I want to think tip. about what my character wants in any given scene, and that's kind of how I think about how the character would react to any given thing. I mean, like you play monsters in D and D this way, so that, that's the sort of headspace mm. that leads to that. Yeah, fiasco. Fiasco. And it and it exists in two forms. There's the yeah. book that we used, and the other one is different. Yeah, they ju- they re-released it into like a little board game box, which seems like it has a much more usable form factor. But came out August 2020, yeah, not it, when you're like playing games. <laughs> I did not realize that it came out like literally in COVID, like beginning, not yeah. beginning, but like during the time where it was the most confusing. <laughs> Yeah, very confusing. Right. Everybody was the quarantining period. as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But everything's fine now. COVID's over. It doesn't exist. <laughs> you know. 
we're fine. Everything, <laughs> I think everything's collectively fine. we we understand what COVID is and what COVID's dealing at with this now, point. You know? Yes, and we've More all basically had it at this point too. Yeah, right? I had it. Yeah. I, I just got it last month. Yeah. yeah so, um, sucks. all right, we're out of board games. All right, we're out of board games. All right, now let's get to the real deal. I have a. I have a game idea. Oh, oh, that's right. You did have. Yeah, ready for this? All right. (laughs) All right. I'm going to name a game. You're going to tell me the year it came out. Mm, Okay. And then we can just riff about it. But I want you to be (laughs) surprised and confused about the year it comes out. A video game. Video game. Game? Yeah, it's a little, just a little game. Just a little conversation. Start with some trivia. Yeah. All right. Ready? What year did The Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker come out? 2001. Uh, I'm gonna say. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. 2002. 2002. Mike? Mike? 2000. 2002. 2002. Yeah. Post 9-11. <laughs> yes, post 9-11. <laughs> That's my frame of reference for this. <laughs> post 9-11. I did not think about that. <laughs> yeah, I sort of... <laughs> I know where I was when I was playing Wind Waker, which helps me figure out what year it was. Yeah. That's so, how yeah, I do it. You want to talk about Wind Waker? I don't know. I, I mean... Wind Waker is a cool game. We probably, <laughs> ne- we probably never... T- <laughs> is it the darkest Zelda? Uh, probably never really talked about Wind Waker. I don't. I don't have much to say. I've only played it once. Me neither. When was the last time anybody played it? It, yeah. it when it came out is when Didn't I played you have it. The HD Wii U? No, that was um. I played Twilight Princess again. Uh, I chose to play Twilight Princess again instead again. of Wind Waker. <laughs> again, why why Wind Waker HD has not been released on Switch is beyond me. Yeah, yeah that's a weird one. Uh, yeah. Sword. Well, technically, Twilight Princess isn't on Switch either. It, it I was didn't on ask Wii. about that one. I, well, cough, but it's the same cough. logic. Worst Zelda, cough. I don't think it's bad. Okay. No, I said it was the worst. It's I didn't bad. say it was bad. Uh, it's a bad. Are you, uh, are you sated? Is that enough about Wind Waker? <laughs> what year did The Last of Us come out? Uh, no one cares. Two, 2013. 20, Maybe this is easy. This is probably going to be easy for me. I am a video game podcast host. 2013. <laughs> well, because we all played these and we remember when we played them. Yeah, maybe that's kind of how I... The, the reason I remember that, this is interesting, um, and I might have talked about it on 2v1, but the reason I remember that is because 2013 is when I moved to Philadelphia. Sure. So I didn't know any of these guys yet. Um, I lived by myself in an apartment. It was very sad, and <laughs> uh, I didn't know anybody. And my Josh, previous 2v1 host, um, Josh let me borrow Last of Us, because he felt so strongly about it, he mailed it to me <laughs> and was like, you have to play this. So I played through that game over a weekend. I, I did nothing. I did nothing but play through that game over this a is weekend. Starting to, I'm getting some of the so picture let's, now. Let's, Will. let's recap. You just moved to a new city. You're uh-huh. I'm getting you some of the picture. Uh-huh. You're, you're spending your weekend alone, and Josh has mailed you one of the most depressing games of the decade. <laughs> That's true. For you to curl up with in your new home. Yeah. How'd you feel when you finished it? I felt really good um, because I felt galvanized against uh, the game itself. I and think Naughty Dog's gun, Naughty Dog's gunplay. Your hatred of this game has been put into like a frame of reference now. Like you were just <laughs> in a shitty place. You you binged it in one weekend. I did. It was one weekend. Yeah. As you were in like a depressive, like hey, oh, completely say, alone, a million miles away. It's a depressive. It's a, a new, a new I didn't say I was depressed. And it's not that long a game. It's what ten hours. I just mean, yeah. It didn't take that 12? long. You maybe twelve. Did the blinds come up that? that weekend once actually no i did play it in the dark <laughs> i did play it in the dark oh 
I literally rest my case. I could not say anything Now, else. I don't think that impacts anything because I did that with plenty of games. I did that with, well, I did Context that with GTA matters. 5. I didn't like GTA 5 either. Okay, Context okay, matters. Now we, have, now we have to figure out games we played during low points of our lives. Oh, I got it. I, I have some good ones. And actually, I have a really good That's no, interesting. See, I have a really good one, and I'm not going to get into why. Okay, fair, that's fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. No, I'm not going to get into why, and it was actually potentially part of the reason why 2v1 failed eventually. Um, but I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2 during the worst part of my life ever, and it was uh, great. I loved that game. <laughs> what year did that come out? Uh, Red Dead Two was twenty sixteen. No, no, wait, wait, no. Red Dead Two is twenty seventeen. I would have said eighteen. I think so. it's seventeen, but it might be eighteen. See, not, see, Will doesn't have it ready. That's why I'm a better. Well, host. you can look it up. <laughs> but that didn't color twenty eighteen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So that didn't that didn't color my opinion of that game at all. Hmm. And actually, it may probably one of the reasons I like the post game part of Red Dead 2 so much is because it's like weirdly really positive even though you know where it goes is super bad yeah. <laughs> um, I mean who how can wait did we all play it no I, I know what happens but um, you don't know but you don't know like in wait so wait nobody's played it I'm I'm, I'm rock start out okay I'm rock really start good. out two's really good but um, there's the thing I'm hinting, hinting at is there's this famous scene from the end of two where you are building a house and it's playing the silliest song <laughs> that has lyrics about building a house. And uh -huh. it's awesome. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I can't remember what they called it, but it's great. Um, so there's my counter to that dark period equals hatred of a game. I played Final Fantasy X for the first time during one of the darkest periods of my life. Uh -huh. That game is depressing, though, sort yeah, of. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it, I think. Does he fight I, his I dad like at the end? Yes. yes. Oh, oh, I couldn't tell yes. you what happens in the in that oh, game. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, Jack is attention. one of the final like bosses. And I still can't tell you what the plot was. Is Titus real? I don't no, think so. he's not. He's a dream. Um, <laughs> spoilers, spoilers for Final Fantasy X. Thank you, modern day Square Enix. I just don't. Yeah. I uh, love that though because it's so but, weird. I mean, I'm fond of the game. The vibe is good. I didn't play it very well, as we know. Right. But sure. that's um, right. Still a positive experience. It's a it's a fun game. Pretty game. Uh, what else did I play that same period? Borderlands Two. That doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not fun for other reasons. Sure, you got more. You got more games to list. For yeah, us? we gonna oh, do this for you. Into thing? that, I don't know. I don't uh, know. I had a. <laughs> so what year did Spore come out? Ooh. Oh. Okay. Don't care. Mm. Okay. Well, no, uh, I we can, got one. Twenty. Two thousand. Two thousand four. No, I don't think so. I'm gonna say two thousand four. I guess I was picking too easy ones. <laughs> yeah. Two thousand four. Okay. 2008. Oh, really? eight. Wait a second. Eight. Are you I sure? I'm pretty sure. That doesn't sound that right. Like that doesn't sound right. Remember, like the Robin Williams E3 thing? Please, please confirm this, Will, because that doesn't sound right. 2008. Thank you. Mm. 
haters. Oh, I did my research. The reason, the reason <laughs> that still existed. the reason I didn't think that was right was because I was working at GameStop by then. Uh huh. And I don't remember. I remember it. I thought I remembered it having already been on our shelves, and I started in 2006. So I thought hmm. it. I thought it came out in, earlier, but okay. I, wrong. I, I have no thoughts or feelings. I never played it. Point for Spore, a game I never cared about, yeah. never played, never played it from the beginning. It was bad. Me and you would watch. We watched like the E3. Remember Robin Williams? I think it was Robin Williams. He did like Rip. an E3 demo with uh, yeah, Max, and it was a very funny. It was like classic. It was I like seminal that. classic E3 happened, moment. I don't remember what it's funny. Go back and rewatch. Eh. <laughs> uh, I think it also reminds me of. Uh, remember Black and White? Yeah, I yeah. never played any of those either. It reminds either. me of those. And those were... I gotta say, get this right. Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. Pre-Fable. Uh, yes, pre- the yeah, first one first was Pre-Fable, I'm pretty um, sure. And how that game was hyped up to be like, you know, God Simulator, yeah, they were you so could do close anything, etc. And that game was just clunky as shit. Yeah. And so hard to play, and really weird. And kind of messed up, if you actually think about it. So Spore rolls around, and I'm just kind of like... No, I'm good. Spore seemed very interesting, but I never got around Remember to playing Fable it. Remember how Fable is going to change the world? I liked Fable 1 and 2. Yeah. Back when games were about raising the blue bar or the red bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, evil. Fable, Peter Molyneux was like, you're going to be able to talk to everybody in this game, and your actions will affect everything in the game. They Some of them did in a yeah. weird way, though, because like, this is something that's been burned into my memory from Fable 1 is that you could sacrifice any NPC at the Temple of Scorm. Do you guys remember that? No. Yeah. There, there was, that was one of the ways to like really be evil. Is that doesn't sound like something Will would ever do in any oh. game. <laughs> really? Right. I don't think I, I... I played Original Fable on the Xbox, and I played Lost Chapters on PC later. But as evil mm-hmm. mode. No, I don't think I cared enough to I played. That. I played through good and evil. Good, I did two Will's full. a goody two-shoes. No, I just... Have you ever done an evil Fable. playthrough of yeah. any game ever? Which one? Uh, Kotor, I think. Kotor. Oh yeah. Kotor is good. Yeah. Kotor is good. Kotor wow, in that... a way you could do it cool because you could corrupt your. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Your squad mates. That was yeah, cool. Evil yeah. Karth. Oh. Uh, yeah, evil I, I Jedi think lady. Evil Kotor too. Yeah, evil Bastila. Bastila. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't care about Mass Effect. HK forty seven. The the Paragon Renegade stuff of Mass Effect is so, so Doing... meaningless that it doesn't. Make a difference. It's not well. You're achieving the same thing just by you, saying it. You are achieving the same thing, but being renegade in Mass Effect kind of just sucks because you're just an asshole. Totally. Like yeah. you are just so, an asshole. Like <laughs> like Garrus is like, hey, can I tell you about my childhood? And the options like, fuck off, Garrus. Fuck up. Shut <laughs> fuck the off, fu- Garrus. Go you. cry in your cabin, you yeah. dumb bitch. And it's like, Jesus. Yeah. Some of the renegade stuff in three is good though because it's actually appropriate. Like a lot of it felt appropriate. But I am going to replay them now good. that I have it. But yeah, I, I'm just going to be Paragon again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, I mean, but there's not even in Kotor. There's like meaningful evil stuff you can do that's interesting. Very just, meaningful. There just isn't. Yeah. They're remaking Kotor. No, that got shelved. It no. did. It did get shelved really? very recently. <laughs> very recently. We have no idea um, when that's coming out now. What, yeah. What did they say about Oof, it? There's like nice. some weird reason. It's just like it's on um, indefinite hiatus. I don't or something. remember why. Is it yeah. Asper who's doing it? I don't know who is doing it. I don't know. Anyway, but whole lots of it's a, a lot of we don't know. It's a shame. Yeah, that is a shame. Rest in peace. Could we get a moment of silence for the Kotor? So, we could. 
Beep, beep. Have some we can we can hear the road. The moment of silence, aka the, the silence road. For the Kotor remake. Uh, for the Kotor remake. <laughs> Born what? March 2022. Yeah, it was like March last year. It was so young. Yeah, it was like a couple months ago they announced that. They announced it last year. Okay, fine. Because I remember I remember where I was when they announced it. Yeah, I mean, Kotor is probably do one of my favorite games of all time, but it's. I'm also like, oh, a remake, that'd be cool. Yeah, because it's so funky and old now. I'll check back in on that if it ever comes out. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a game that I really want to replay, but I cannot imagine doing that. There are a lot of optimizations for the PC versions now, which you mm. should probably own five times over in different stores. I do. I do own um, both of them. I yeah. mean, there's like the restored content patch mod for two, which is really good. Right, yeah. And I think there's even restored content for one that brings back like... The HK forty seven factory and oh, some I other that. stuff, yeah, yeah. but oh. I think they fixed a lot of the issues with it. I want to say it's been like officially rolled into it. Uh, yeah, that sounds for, for two, right? I, yeah, We're I think like if two. you install two, it's just default. Now. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That was a so. studio with a lot of cut content issues. Any no question why it exploded? I guess Bioware. Bioware. Yeah. Bioware gone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no. come on, dude. They made Anthem last. Anthem was they're, bad. They're gone. Mass Effect Andromeda was really bad. Uh, Dragon Age 4 is almost certainly going to be bad. I mean, I have zero hope for that game. Oh, yeah. They're, they're gone. They're um, dead. They, do, they have said that the they're working. They are working on the next Mass Effect. <laughs> Assuming they survive <sighs> to actually complete it. But, yeah. True. True hell is not even being allowed to die. <laughs> but to be have your corpse Jesus. paraded through the streets like Mass Effect. Yeah, this it is. While we throw little tomatoes at it. Does, um, yeah. does Obsidian still make games? Mm-hmm. What is that? Obsidian got, got purchased by Microsoft. By Microsoft. Um, Isn't it really weird that Obsidian's the one that's kind of well, made it? Thrived? Well, well <laughs> name Obsidian's last game. I can't. That's why I asked. Exactly. It was but, the Outer Worlds. They've been successful, though. Okay, that game but, sold well. But, but that game was oh, okay. not very good. I mean, I, I'm thinking in terms of, like, so Bioware made KOTOR 1, Obsidian made KOTOR 2. Sure. Yes. And people were really weird about that at the time. And it's the same thing as um, Fallout, Fallout, Bethesda, yeah. and Obsidian. Yeah. But, but people love New Vegas. Yeah, yeah, people love New Vegas. New Vegas, New Vegas is like, good. the best one. People yeah. like New Vegas better than 3, which has always been news to me. Yeah. yeah. I like 3. I think it's more well I think it's much more well regarded, yeah. yeah. When did that happen? There was, like, a uh, consensus shift somewhere along the line. I don't... No? Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, you're confused yeah. because at the time, Fallout 3 was good. Like, no, I don't think I... Yeah, 3 was like, oh, holy shit, what? Yeah. And then, but then For New Vegas me, came out, but, and it was probably like... was New eh. Vegas, like, also jank shit on it day was, one? It was. It was so, very janky. Okay. Remember the guy's head spinning up, yeah. spinning around at the very beginning? It's just, a, it's just a step down from Liam Neeson to Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry? Yeah, he's the uh, he's the wanderer. The, no, the, the guy who shoots you at the beginning. Oh, wow, I don't, and, and I don't know And you're right, that. Will, actually. There was a shift, because for the longest time, the conversation really was... This game is janky as shit. It has so, it's so full of bugs, yeah. it's unplayable. Like one of the one of the outlets I followed at the time gave it a zero out of ten. Oh my god! Because their game crashed okay, so and happen. they lost their okay. save. Yeah. And they lost their save. That's so brutal. Okay. I was right. Okay. Uh, I always want to replay three, but I don't. No. Think about New Vegas. No, I don't think I could even go back to Fallout in general oh. at this point. Yeah. Did you play four. I played four. I finished four. I played. <laughs> I played. I played four's DLC. I did a review for the DLC. That I got decent. Uh, initially, I thought I had decent numbers on that. Some of my highest viewed YouTube videos are a puzzle solution from 
from Fallout 4's DLC. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had I had prior access to it. It was like one of the only yeah. times I ever got to do that in games. My brother would do the same thing. He, he had a small YouTube channel and the day of like the Skyrim DLC releases, yeah. he would take off school <laughs> right. go early and just start churning out the content. Yeah. Yeah, I randomly so Bethesda did something really interesting. This is I this is just an aside. I don't know that I ever talked about this, but they this is deep lore. They they did something very interesting that I wish honestly would happen more for people that are not professionals in games or have contacts or whatever. If you pre-ordered stuff through Bethesda during the time of Fallout 4, they would let you play it early, like significantly early. Like um huh like a month or so uh so like i got to play that one dlc a month ahead of time which i planned for you know i made a bunch of videos for the day that it was releasing for everybody like every other outlet does you know sure so it was really interesting they only did that for a very short period of time i don't think it exists anymore because they also don't make video games anymore (laughs) But, uh, Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. Yeah. It looks like a No Man's Sky it does mixed look like, with Skyrim. It does look what? like No Man's Sky. With shitty no, shooting no like Man's Fallout. Sky. Yay, aren't we all so excited? Yes, I'm so excited. I Though, I'm not as pessimistic about it as everybody else, probably. The shooting, the shooting is going to be what they make you do the most. I and know. And if it sucks, then yeah. what's even... Why am I even doing this? Yeah. Why are we even here? I don't know. All right, we got 15 minutes. Oh yeah, we're almost. Or I'm leaving. I, yeah, which we'll probably call as the end. I don't know. Unless yeah, you guys want to keep going. But. You know, uh, to I just want to go around you're, and talk about. You're what the we're content all creator. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we should. We that's what we should have been doing idea. because Will's playing. You know, one of the best games of the last couple uh, years. Right. So I, I I play things late. I'm a patient gamer. I'll play stuff years after it came out because of whatever. That's your handle, the patient um, gamer. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> Death Stranding is Hell a revelation. Yeah. Wow, that's a word. Uh, I didn't get it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then I sat down and started playing it. It takes a few hours to get into it. And it's simply amazing. Yes. Uh, the director's cut, which adds some stuff or whatever. But uh, Kojima does it again. <laughs> yeah. Kojima <laughs> strikes extraordinary again. Extraordinary game. Oh, oh yes. Uh, Pat's stealing the mic. People who like Death Stranding. Sorry, it's good. People who love Death Stranding are like the mules in Death Stranding. <laughs> they just playing for the serotonin of having your stars go up. <laughs> so if you like it a lot, look in the mirror. This is true. But this is, you know, you're not probably that far off based on the themes of the game. Every video game is number go up get star. Yes. Not every game. A lot okay. of them. Oh, so Factorio? Yes. Mm. Factorio is No, Factorio is absolutely not that. Make railroad go far. No. No. Okay. And, and your attack, your barbs don't even stick because you haven't played it. You, like, yeah, that's true. Um, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, this is not a criticism of Factor. It's a criticism of you. So yeah, this is this Death is Stranding, a direct it, attack. It's, it's really good. Death Stranding it's is really, really good. good. Yeah, it's good. Once you once you put the requisite time into it and allow yourself to be washed over by what Hideo Kojima has done, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's interesting. It's funky. The concept is is silly but fun. And yeah, you get addicted to delivering packages and getting stars. Aka, <laughs> become a mule. Building roads and stuff. And it just feels good. What a con! Nobody else would have made this game. I know exactly. Nobody, nobody would have. Nobody else would have made it. Yeah. I didn't expect it to actually be fun. And eventually, at some point, it clicked, and I'm just having fun doing it. If I can't only wait to get it was play it. actually fully about 
the traversal and the building. It is. No, they pull all this. The boss battles are hell on earth. They're not good. They're not that bad. The combat's okay. The combat is not bad. It's the combat's. The, no, it, the I know. combat's not the point. Think it should be. And and you do do quite a bit of it, I guess. Um, forced but to. You are forced to in many cases. You can avoid a lot of it though. And yeah, actually, the mules you can avoid for sure. Yeah, but even the BTs you can avoid. Like it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. it was actually fun because it still has some of that stealth stuff from Metal Gear. Where like, if you take your time, if you're willing to take your time, you can stealth by most of the BT stuff and yeah. not really interact with them much at all. And yeah. I would. I just the stealth wasn't interesting enough for that to be enough. I guess mm-hmm. like. Like avoiding your content is the content, but 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 in doing but that's stealth, the same, but but that's the same argument. Gear, the stealth is so interesting. Like mm. you can throw down dummies, you drive like a car covered in C four into a base and it explodes. Like you can Very do really stealthy. silly fun. <laughs> like, but I loved every fucking second of Metal Gear Solid Five. Like oh, it, well, the yeah, gameplay I, was just perfect. Right. But I yeah. could level the same issue about the story to that. I mean, <laughs> I think Death Stranding is incredible, and I'll be a defender to about it forever. But I'm I sure mean, there's two definitely, will be incredible. But there's definitely problems with some of the combat and how you handle them. Like, yeah, your options are limited, for yeah. sure. I mean, getting getting pulled into larger-scale BT fights has been frustrating for me. Some of the yes. mechanics aren't clear when you get caught or whatever. Yeah, fighting uh, individual BTs that. is fine, but when you have to fight like the BT sharks or yep. whales or whatever, yep. yeah, it's not fun. It's not as fun. Um, but I mean, it's it's interesting. I'm sure I could do better at it. But it, to me, it's just impressive that Kojima delivered. It's actually good because for years I looked at it and thought, yeah, like, I will play this mm-hmm. because I love Metal Gear. It's true. But ah, I'm worried it's just going to be a slog. Yeah, I saw it as a potential joke for a long time. Like. This is going to come out and be like a trash fire. It, and it's definitely not a trash fire. Well, no. now everyone's making Strand Games. Everybody's turning <laughs> The hot new Strand thing, games. Strand Games. It's uh, like Strand Game 2022, Strand Game 2023. Where is it going to end? <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's good. I'm enjoying it. So Yeah, um, it's great. I am so close to constantly trying to replay it. But um, I just... Sounds kind of tedious. I spent so much time with it already yeah. that, like, I really would only fire it up probably to see it on PC. It's a little like replaying an MMO. You're like, I already got past this part. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, like, I'd spent so much time with it, like, I don't necessarily want to potentially ruin anything about it. Um, I don't know. But, man, it is satisfying. Like, building the road is so satisfying. Oh, yes. Uh, doing, doing anything... Other than, I guess, shooting a BT is satisfying in that game. Um, but throwing blood and piss and shit at BTs is pretty satisfying. I never did that once. See, that's so that's crazy. Out on. That's so crazy. Because, like, yeah, what did you do? Did you find one way to deal with them and that was what you did every time? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's... But see, so you didn't even engage with the options. I would, I would have... I would and just you're saying... Them. I would just evade them in stealth. It wasn't hard. You yeah. You just drive by or drive through most of them, honestly. Right. I mean, that type of thing. If you're or, on like, a fast walk enough around bike, they can't catch you. Yeah. Uh, which is most of what I do. But... I mean, you're, you're not wrong. If, yeah. if I'd done the piss and shit, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what is... It's such a ridiculous sentence. Uh, Nick, what are you playing? Um... Oh, uh, so I haven't started anything new since our last episode, but I did check out uh, the the new content for Into the Breach. Which really, you played that? I I played it very briefly before we came on this trip um, because I was hoping we were doing this podcast. Um, you got on the wrong one. 
Oh, well, we missed Sorry, there's Will's a, there's exit. a quick wrong turn, but we seem to be okay. Oops. That's okay. Anyway. Anyway. Into the Breach DLC. Everybody here likes Into the Breach, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, wait, I'm wrong. I think you're okay. Sorry. <laughs> Follow the GPS. <laughs> Always trust the GPS. Yes, Into the Breach I have positive <laughs> opinions about. In- Stressing out the giant. Sorry. Uh, Will, did you play Into the Breach? No. What? Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah, for some reason I didn't think that was uh, a unanimous thing. I thought I own it at least twice. Thing you here. definitely do. Well, you have it on Netflix, because uh, now Into the Breach is on Netflix. Um, but yeah, great game. Don't yep. don't have to really explain that. I mean, What's I, the DLC? I talked about it so much on previous episodes. I streamed it a lot, too. Uh, I, the DLC added in new squads and okay. new enemies and new, like a new area, like um, a new world. No new world, really. So it's still the same four islands, um, but it, but they added like different missions to them. So it's like uh-huh. a little soft update. It's a free okay. update. It's nothing major. Okay. But it's definitely a reason to revisit that game. I re-download it every couple of years. I'll, I'll re-download it again. Though. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna play it a little bit more. Um, but I also was reminded, holy shit, that game is kind of hard sometimes. Yeah. Um, so was FTL. I loved FTL, but I never finished a run in that. Um, oh man, I finished runs and in into the breach. Okay, good. but <laughs> but I never did an FTL. I could never beat the flagship. That's funny. Well, the flagship was kind of bullshit. You had the spec for it. Yeah, like you needed the stealth ability. You know, we don't have to talk about yeah, FTL. Well, FTL is <laughs> super good. But yeah, that that's pretty much the newest thing I'm playing. Let me double check. I don't think I wrote. Oh, that's right. Duh. Guilty Gear. Yakuza 3. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, I started the next Yakuza. I'm almost done with it already, actually. 3 seems very short. Um, Will's the only one here that likes Yakuza also. I don't have a lot to say about 3. I don't think 3's well-liked that yeah. much. 3 three is when you start to get to the doldrums of the Yakuza <laughs> series. Yeah. Considering zero, zero, 1 and 2 are either remakes or brand new. Three to five have just been remastered. Yeah, and I'm sure going from Kiwami two to three remastered is a big. Funny enough, step. Funny down. enough, the only thing I noticed that's really different is the combat. The combat in three is awful, and there's like no options to do anything. Is, is <laughs> it don't... also back into like separate battles with intro and outro screens? Yes, and oh, and you, you have no it. idea when you're going to get into a battle. It might as well be random okay. encounter because not, yeah. they don't show them on the map like they do in the in the oh remakes. God. Okay. Yeah, they just basically you could just be walking down the street. You can kind of recognize like what the enemies look like. <laughs> but you'll just be walking down the street and they'll just walk up to you and be like, "Hey, I need money for the girls club. Give me all your money." And then you have to fight these guys. And it's like it's real stupid. I'm playing it on easy, obviously. Uh, as you do. Yeah. <sighs> and um the problem is the combat is so like I already don't love Yakuza's combat. It's kind of whatever. It's why I play it on easy. Um, but three doesn't have different stances. Oh, it doesn't have that many uh, abilities at all that I've come across. Um, and I've been leveling myself up. Right, uh, I'm playing it on easy, so leveling up's really easy. I've done a lot of the side missions, so I've got plenty of experience. And there just isn't many things to do in combat. You huh. literally just punch them, and then they're dead. Like, there's not that many heat actions that I've seen that are unique. Um, Can you get and, special moves? Can you get Tiger Drop? So, <laughs> the only special move I've come across, and it's really lame, is the starting one. Oh. Because in in set boss fights, 
it goes once you get their health down to a certain point, it goes into this thing where Kiryu like charges up his oh, heat yeah, yeah. bar. Oh yeah, that was two. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then it brings up a three options of attacks to do to like do a big damage attack or potentially finish them off. And I still only have one of those. And I'm almost done with the game. And I don't know why I don't have more of them. Hmm. Because going through, like, leveling up and stuff, they haven't popped up. And leveling up is, like, really basic. Right. You pick from four things, and that's it. They're not stances. They're not anything. But I wonder it's, if they really, it's weird. I wonder if they really tuned up any of that game, honestly. Well, I don't think they did. Like, because like, three, yeah. three, four, and five, I think, at this point, are just what they are. Right. Like when they came out, they're not. You're playing those for the story. Yeah, I'm playing them for the to story. To see what happens. Yeah, to you know, to follow Kiryu being bad <laughs> to everybody, you know, including now the nation of Japan, basically. Nice. And three, he nice. is the dad to Japan, sort of. Uh, very weird. Everybody, I just love, I just love how much of a like hero Kiryu is. Well, yeah, it's uh, yeah, so uh, it's uh, so uh, silly. Everybody takes one look at him and they're like, oh shit, like. <laughs> Yeah, Kazuma Kiryu's gift is knowing that he will never lose a fight in his life. Yes, correct. Yakuza is the story of Of what that person's life would be like. He also does not know what sex is. He doesn't know what sex is. Uh, And I will continue to play all those games. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still enjoying it because I love that world, like, at this point. This is the fourth, fourth one I've played now, and I just really like those characters. I really like the setting. It's, you know, it's great. It's still great, even though it's not a remake and not really even remastered and it's old forget what that three would have been on like ps2 oh yeah, yeah. right i think so like on a on pc and modern consoles it doesn't look like a ps2 game it might have been ps3 actually three might have been ps3 but it looks fine runs fine but it's yakuza and they're all on game pass Oh yeah, all, like all, all I think all of them now. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe even including the new one. Including yeah, like a dragon. Yeah, like a dragon. So, cool. Why why not give them a shot? Yeah, I mean, that's a hard thing. Where do you start? Because like I honestly unless, think you start with zero, unless you're a person that could potentially not play all of them. Yeah, but, I think zero is such a strong entry into the series. Yeah, like it's 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 obviously designed for people who have played the it rest is. of the series. Yeah, but even if you came in blind, which both of us did. Yep. It's it's so good. The characters are so strong. Yeah. There's constant Majima as well, which I is important. Majima is uh, great. Majima's fantastic. Great. And and the only problem with Zero is that then you assume that Majima is going to be a huge character in the rest of them, which he is not. No. Uh, and that's okay. But getting an entire game basically about him is is awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives good, con- even though he isn't a major character, he is in all of them yeah. so far, at least. And so, like, you have more context for that, yeah. which is fun. I mean, and Zero was the one that blew up over here. That's yes, what got a lot it's the of only reason I. Included. It's the only reason I have any idea, like, really what Yakuza is, yep. is because of Zero. I, I remember when Five came out and seeing footage of it, and I was like, "This looks bad," <laughs> but but then Zero came out, and people were like, "No, wait, this series is actually good." <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think I had the opposite problem of you guys. I was playing it on hard. Yeah, do not oh, do, do that. that. And I was like, it's too hard. It's no, do not do I that. I mean, I also think thematically, it's you're supposed to play it on easy, so you can feel like the strongest man alive, where you yeah. punch somebody. Yeah, and I know just, you guys are always just full. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a goof, but it's also it makes sense if you want to try to play it like, lore wise. Right. I've said this many um, times. It's the same reason. It's the same reason. 
I argue that Uncharted should be played on easy is because Uncharted is a power fantasy Indiana Jones movie. It's, it makes sense when you say it for games like this. Yeah. But then but, you, you may try to extend the same type of thing towards uh, Last of Us. Well, because I don't like, la- I don't like playing it. Hard. But I don't like playing it, so I don't want to spend more time butting up against the thing I don't like. I guess I should maybe interrogate your individual reasons for difficulties on every game. <laughs> well, because it's it's a game it's a game by game thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, not no, gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna play Doom on easy. <laughs> right, of course. You know, I think I played Eternal on hard or whatever. Yeah, it's on on um ultra violence. No, 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 no. not like the super. Hard one. Well, ultra violence is hard. Was it? Yeah, okay, it should be. I yeah, I actually had to scale. This is this is embarrassing to admit. <laughs> the in Doom Eternal's DLC on the final boss, I had to turn it down to normal. Wow. I heard it, that DLC was punishing. It was way too hard. Yeah, it was way too hard. The boss was so hard, I couldn't do it. I gave up. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, but um, not playing anything else new. We're all playing Monster Hunter Sunbreak a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about Monster Hunter to death on this show. <laughs> um, we Factorio. did start playing a multiplayer game of Factorio. Uh, are you, anybody else want to talk about anything else specifically? I've been playing Guilty Gear. That's right. Yeah, Pat loves Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear is really Bridget's good. Bridget's out. Evo just happened, so uh, they came out with a new character, Bridget. Very healthy scene. Good to get into. Yeah, yeah Guilty Gear had a crazy number of entrants. Um, yeah, they're doing, they're doing great. I think 2,000 people registered for they're that. Get, they're getting the bump from Dragon Ball Fighters, kind of bringing Arxis into the, the mainstream. Yeah, I think DBZ for sure did that, yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Um, I mean, as much as I don't like that game, its success is good. It's not for me anyway, yeah. as well. I've I've tried a lot of fighting games over the years, you know? Yeah. But this is definitely the first one where I am like, oh, like, yes. Like, I, I've put, you know, put 350 hours in. It. Yeah, you've played it so much. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Guilty Gear is really good. Strive, specifically. Strive. Really, I've yes. never played the rest, I guess. Exerd is good, too. I mean, it's why, it's why AJ and I really got more into fighting games also right. josh like that would have been we talked about that on 2v1 technically would have been that Exerd. long ago exerd yeah. yeah um yeah guilty gear is real good i want to play more guilty gear and then it, when i go to do it i don't feel like it because the online sucks so bad online, that you're just like online sucks <laughs> their their lobby system is not good yeah it's it's a bummer and we we i think even like two episodes ago or so aj and i were just whining about it again <laughs> it's funny because it's the game itself like the fighting is perfect there's there's no right. technical issues right whatsoever right <laughs> so it's just particularly insulting it's the next turn i think just that they can't they don't bother with the lobby it's literally the first thing any player sees <sighs> and they've me. they've been doing that forever in you their know, games you know what i've heard is what it is they put their junior developers on the menus and lobbies (laughs) where their like senior developers are you know making the game the the fighting "Eh, game somebody else can take care of this stuff we don't care about this bring them up and teach them Hmm. so that's why this guy should be 
That's interesting. So so maybe why they're so bad at fixing it is they're like the junior developers should fix it and learn yeah, from like and the learn from their mistakes. Except right. they, except they've been doing those type of lobbies because it's just been different generations of shitty yeah, developers sure. yeah, over sure. over career history. You yeah, because <laughs> we we dug back into some of their older games. Like we played some of the older Blaze Blues, and they still had that. So like yeah. it it's just. It just is what it is yep. for some reason. Yep. Though recently, DNF Duel, I think, is the most recent one where they got away from them, right? I don't think Arxis actually developed DNF Duel. I think they published it. Wait, I think really? It, I think it was like a Korean developer. Who oh. They, yeah, don't quote me on that. Yeah. But I sure. don't believe so. Which okay. I bought it up with the understanding that Arxis developed it because I like Arxis. I mean, it's a lot. sure. I played a little bit of it. I didn't um, really like I played a little much. bit of it at AJ's over I was at AJ's over the Evo, Evo weekend. Yeah. And um I played a little bit of DNF Duel. That is a relevant recent thing, I guess. Yeah. It um is. I thought it felt like an arc arc systems game. I mean um, in the sense that the fence sucked and you just got <laughs> anime comboed by people online. Yeah. The the people online were too good. You know, I'm okay with losing some, but I went like zero and 20 and i was like i think that's enough yeah yeah i've heard similar things from from aj we might have even mentioned that on the show give me an even game is that that hard yes it is i know but the population was even fine at the time i don't know man yeah um actually so yeah i guess we got we got to wrap up this show because we're now just dropping will off it's time to say goodbye to everybody sounds Um, good Hey guys, this was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Sure. Sorry, Mike couldn't participate that Mike much because he was much. driving. Focused on driving, probably safe. Safe, very yeah. safe. Uh, Will. Will, sign off. Where, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, nope, I don't exist on the internet. Um, uh, this has been the Wish. W- w- no! Ah! Whiff Punish Gamescast. Keep playing games. Peace. Peace.